Hello, hello, savvy moms, savvy savers, savvy money makers. How you doing? How you doing? This is Elkie, CEO and founder of Savvy Moms Unite Career Prosperity Catalyst. I am here to talk to y'all tonight about using your your past money experiences, uh, past money struggle to change the way you do business, the way you do money going forward. Now, I'll say this to you. I've had so many crazy money experiences that you would have thought by now I would have learned my lesson. I would have, I'd be 100% changed. I would have done a 180 all the way through. And what I have to remind myself is you're talking about 40 years of just being trained in some ways in a very different way. Um, Sometimes being trained and having bad habits when it comes to money. Um, Not having any interventions until I was much older. So when I am like, when I get frustrated with myself and I'm like, why did I do this? Or why haven't I changed this? I have to remind myself, listen, you're undoing years of things that you didn't realize were even detrimental to your to your life, to your experience, to to the things that you wanted to do. So I have to constantly remind myself, like, you're unlearning and learning new ways of doing things. And you gotta have grace. <laughs> and you got to give yourself those moments to say, okay, tomorrow I'm going to do different. So I remember when I used to shop like crazy. Oh my goodness. I was such a shopaholic. I love to shop, girl. If you get me in a store with a hundred bucks, I can make a hundred bucks work no matter what. And I just loved the thrill I would get. I remember the feeling of walking into the store and just being able to buy whatever and not even think about it. And, you know, part of it was there was some stuff going on in my life at the time that I was dealing with and not dealing with, right? I was pretty lonely. This was, what, this is about four or five years ago now. Um, I was pretty lonely. I was, you know, working this job that paid very well, had a great title, but living in the middle of nowhere, it was a very, it was suburban rural town um, in Massachusetts. Not many people that looked like me and my daughter lived there. Um, you know, opportunities to be social and date were very far and few in between. Like, I just didn't have the option to have a social life. I was very much immersed in my work. It was a very intense job. Um, and so when I did have moments of, you know, on the weekends where I could do stuff, I would just go shopping. I would go shopping with my daughter or just go shopping by myself. And it was like, it was like a companion. And it also was a band-aid to, you know, my, my sense of loneliness. And so I would always be like, gosh, I wish I could just go out with some friends or just go do something else. Why am I in this store just shopping for clothes that I might wear once or twice and put it down? 
Or where am I even wearing these clothes half the time? Because I could really have done without it. But I was, you know, I was, it was avoidance. I was avoiding the real issue at hand. And because, you know, you grow up with this understanding that if you got a good job with a nice title, that, that is what we were conditioned as kids in my family. You know, you, you work hard, get that nice job, that nice title. Here for the first time, I got my own office with couches in it. You know, I think I'm like in, like, I, I think I'm in career heaven because I've arrived. I've, I've done what my parents have asked me to do. I got the master's. I went and got this beautiful, you know, job. I got my own place. Me and my daughter, good. I can spend money however I want to spend it. I can help, you know, my folks out. So I think I'm in a good place. And I'm not. Because now I'm excessively spending money. And I'm living paycheck to paycheck at one point. And I'm making the most money I've ever made. And I couldn't understand. And I'm like, how in the world did I get here? Well, there was a lot of bad habits that I had learned from the time I was little, things I observed as a kid that made me think what I was doing was okay. So here I was, like I said, I'm making good money. I'm not saving because I'm not, why am I thinking about a rainy day? This job is going to be here, right? Until I decide to leave. And it's going to keep paying me. As long as I show up to work, I'm going to get paid, right? And I was even getting paid when we had vacations because it was a school. So whenever they were off, I was still getting paid. Like, it was a nice luxury, right? So I never thought the money would stop. I never imagined that I would ever had to worry about situations until I started to realize about a year into the job that I was living paycheck to paycheck and couldn't understand why. Like I had, when I tell you I was so ignorant to what was really going on, I truly was. I didn't understand what the issue was. And so I ended up, you know, after a year or so, I'm looking at my bank account. I'm like, well, I got a lot of purchases, but I'm paying my bills. Like I wasn't not paying my bills. Um, I was paying my bills and paying the minimum on credit cards because that's how I call paying bills, right? I'm paying the minimum on my credit cards. I'm paying my cell phone, like my car notes paid, my insurance is paid. Like I think everything is all good. But why am I like some months having $20 in my bank account until I got paid again? Why am I, you know, feeling like it's a struggle sometimes. And then I had to sit down with myself and say, what is really happening that you can't get it right? Like what's, what is, you're making more money now. Cause all I thought was with my past, I went through struggles, you know, for most of my life. My parents, I come from a working class family. Money was always scarce. I had to fight my way financially through college, had to help pay my tuition for my private school. So like for me, I was always in a struggle. And so here I am making this good money and I can't understand why I I haven't gotten myself out of the struggle because all I know is you make more money and you solve your money problems. (laughs) It was that simple in my mind. So, you know, I'm 30, what, 33 at the time and I decide I'm going to hire a financial coach. Now, mind you, I had gone through credit counseling before. I had worked with a financial advisor before. And this was like my last resort. I'm like, you know what? Something's got to stick. 
I got to do something. So I ended up Googling uh, financial counselors and I came upon this program um, that, you know, would do tele and virtual coaching for people who wanted to change their financial life. So I reach out to them and I have a, I have my, you know, first consultation. And in the consultation, what impressed me about this coach was he didn't talk about money. He started asking me questions about my childhood, my thinking around money, and my expectations for what I should do with money. He didn't really, we didn't really get into my spending yet. We didn't get into a lot of that. He was just asking me questions to kind of get a better sense of who I was. And as I was talking, I'll I'll never forget, um, he said, you know, we think our money issues stem from lack of money. But he said, I've worked with people with various income, um, various income, various tax, you know, brackets. Um, I myself and my wife went through some financial stuff. He said the common issue is people's understanding of money. That is the common issue. He said there are people, they can make 25000 a year and 60000 a year. And the person making 25000 might be better off than the person making 60000 because of the way they view money. And I said, oh, my goodness. What's so crazy is I remember when I was making $27,000. I remember that very clearly. I could afford to move out of my parents' home. I was living with my brother at the time, sharing a, sharing a house with him, helping to pay the rent and some of the bills. I still ha- I had a car at the time. I was paying insurance. I was paying some credit cards at the time. And I still had money left over after I paid all my bills. And I'm looking at it like I'm thinking well over that. I'm making double that plus some. And I can't keep a $20 in my account. And that's what, that's what it clicked. It was like a light bulb went off. Like, wait a second. Here I've been thinking, oh, it's the more money you make. That's when you gotta, you'll get it right. You'll pay everything, right? And I've, I've gone back to those experiences where I made less and how much I was able to do more with it. I was more creative. I had more left over. I seemed to do so much more with the money. And I go back to even when I decided to leave the job in Mass and move to Georgia. I moved to Georgia the first nine months I was not working. I lived off my savings and my credit cards, which I don't suggest you do. Don't live off your credit cards. But I had to eventually when my savings ran out. So when I ended up getting my first job, I'm working part time. And I'm somehow able to do all this stuff with this part-time income, making the lowest that I've made in over 10 years. And then I end up going full-time and I transition to another position at the company I currently work in, still making less than I've made in years. And somehow I was able to pay rent, the highest rent I've ever paid. I'm able to take care of a car, take care of, you know, expenses, take care... All of this with this paycheck is still, I was like, how am I doing this? Because I'm still not making what I was making in Massachusetts at my highest I've ever made. And how am I doing? It was having struggles. And it really confirmed for me what 
my counselor had said to me, my financial counselor had said, it's our perception and understanding of money that gets us. It's not the lack. So at times when I was lacking, I could do more. In my mind, I was not making enough. I was lacking in some cases and I did more. What happens when I make more? And that's what we have to to really reevaluate. If you can work with what you currently have, the more that will come, you will find better things to do with it. So when now, when I'm thinking, oh, yes, I'm definitely going to make more money. I expect myself to make more money. I'm thinking of investments. I'm thinking of my savings. I'm thinking of things that I want to put my money towards, investment into my business, reinvesting back into it. I started thinking about those things versus buying clothes. That's how I knew things that had changed for me. Because the more money I made, all I wanted to buy was things. Because... You know, I was missing something. I thought that I had to show my money. I had to show, like, with the fancy cars, the nice outfits, the cute handbags, the, you know, the hair done up. I just thought, well, if I look the part, people think I have money. And then I go, now, wait a second. If I tell y'all what I drive right now, y'all will laugh. I drive a 24. 2014 Nissan Versa. I was about two years ago driving a 2017 Hyundai Sonata. Very nice, souped up car. And before that, I was driving a 2015 Hyundai Sonata. Souped up. Like, listen, when I used to drive that baby, I used to look killed, right? And now what I drive, I just be like, whatever. Because that for me is not the investment. The investment is in property. The investment is in stocks for me because I plan to not have to work beyond 50 years old. And so that's what I'm working towards now. Something different because, yes, my priorities have shifted now that I'm older. Um, I take my money seriously. I expect it to work for me and not me always working for it. I expect it to show up when I need it and not fear that it will show up. I don't expect to be in lack how I was before. I expected to be in lack for so long that when I was in lack, it felt comfortable to me. Isn't that the craziest thing? Like when I was in lack, it felt comfortable. But when I made more, I I spent it because it was too much for me to handle. And now I'm looking at it like, oh no, baby. The more I have, the more I can give. The more I have, the more I can do the things that I need to do. The more I have, the more I don't have to worry. That's how I'm thinking about it. And when I say that's a mindset shift, that's a mindset twist. Because that's what we got to do. We want more. And you have to want more. Please, please stop saying the same. I want y'all to stop. I want my single mamas out there to stop saying this phrase. All I need is this amount to be comfortable. I want you to take that out of your vocabulary. Take that out of your mission statement for your life. Remove it from your vocabulary. You know why? Because it's a lie you tell yourself to not feel bad or guilty for wanting more. It is a complete my ship dump. Like you are taking your your money mindset to the corner, running it down and saying, well, 
That's where it needs to be. When in fact, you want to see the best out of your life. You, if I told you, you, if, if I told you, you had the opportunity to create a life for you and your children that would, that you didn't have to worry about money a day in your life. Things would be taken care of. You could do whatever you need to for your kids without the struggle. How many of you would take it without hesitation? So stop telling me you just need to be comfortable because comfortable means you just pay to get yourself out of situations. So you pay your bills so they don't call you. You pay for things for your kids so you don't have to worry. But where's the additional? Where's the extra to do the fun stuff? To go and live, to go invest in, to go give back to your communities and your family. Where's the extra? Because comfortable is not enough. My my level of comfort doesn't even exist anymore. I'm like, oh, I want so much money in my account. It makes other people uncomfortable. Not me. <laughs> I'm not going to allow my thinking to stop me from seeing the goodness in life, from seeing the abundance in life. You have to see the abundance in your, around you. I know it's hard. I know it's hard to put yourself in a situation you've never been in, right? It's like putting yourself in someone's shoes. You don't even know what that experience is like. So when I'm telling you to think big or think beyond your thinking, you looking at me halfway crazy like, Elkie, what are you talking about? How am I supposed to, to think beyond my lack of food in my fridge? How am I supposed to think beyond I don't know how I'm paying rent next month? How am I supposed to think beyond I may not be able to buy my kids shoes this week and they need it? How are you telling me to think big? And I say this to you to say, well, what if you stayed in your thinking? What if you didn't go beyond your way of thinking? You just remain in this, in this place of lack. You didn't push your thinking. You didn't think of different ways to make money. You just sat there and let life happen. Would things change? Would you see a better life? Would you think of creative ways to make money? Would you even allow yourself to to think that abundance is real? You wouldn't because you would have become so comfortable with the lack in your life that is normal. And I'm trying to say, yeah, that's not normal. It's not normal for the struggle. The struggle is not always supposed to be real for you. The struggle cannot be real for me. I want to live in bliss. I want to focus on the things that make me the most happy. I want to pay for stuff and not have it be like, oh my goodness, if I pay for this, it might take away from something else. I want to pay for it and not worry about it. I want to give my money and know that it's blessing someone else and it's not taken out of my household because that's my plan. I always say, God bless me so I can give more because my plan is to make sure someone else is good. I can't just be me. I want everybody around me to eat. I want everybody around me to have the best in life. So it can't just be on me. Right? So what are you going to do? What are the statements that you need to remove out of your vocabulary? What is the... The mindset shift that needs to happen right now. What is what what do you need? To, what what in your past is holding you back 
from experiencing the amount of money you could have if you just allowed yourself to see as a possibility. What situation do you need to put yourself in so you can see that these things are real? Sometimes we got to hang with the wealthy. See how they live. See that it's real and they look like us. Go hang around with some people you know that look like you and got it like that. Don't be afraid of them. Go chill and see how they live. Go on, go on these vacations so it can become real to you to see the lifestyle that others live that you are hiding from and really immerse yourself in it. Watch videos. Sometimes what I'll do is when I want to get myself back on track with my thinking, I listen to YouTube videos. I watch videos. I start looking at pictures of things that I want in my life so I can start to imagine, close my eyes and, and picture myself in those moments. Because if I don't do that, then my lack becomes my reality when it's truly not because I know I will be blessed. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this message finds you well. Let's all continue to live in a life of abundance and, and stop telling ourselves to be comfortable with lack. Continue to follow me here on all platforms that you listen to on the podcast, that podcast Anchor and various other podcast platforms. If you would like, if you're a single mom, single woman looking to change money in your life, join my Savvy Money Mindset group on Facebook. And if you'd like to learn more about my business and the services I offer, you can also check out my Savvy Moms Unite page. Thank you all so much. Have a wonderful and blessed day.